my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find a Way podcast with Dusty. Hopefully you're doing well on your journey. Uh, recently, I've been sharing the podcast a little bit more. So if you are a recent uh, person in the uh, messages that I've sent over a link, um, the title, I typically try to t- keep the title of the episode um, to coincide with what the, sometimes it, it coincides, sometimes it doesn't. It, it's uh Sometimes there's a wide range of stuff that we talk about, but I know that a lot of folks have had questions about plateauing, starting, um, you know, living in a household where others don't support your lifestyle and different stuff like that. So for the most part, I think the titles of the episodes have coincided with that. And usually my episodes are about 15 minutes. Um, and so hopefully you're able to find an episode that can help encourage you on your journey. And if you are one of the faithful that have been here since the very beginning, ooh-wee, it's been a long time we've been doing this podcast. But uh, jumping right into uh, episode, uh, jumping right into this episode, I want to uh, reflect a little bit on the post that I put up in regards to the airplane and the seats on the airplane and the impact that that had. And my wife actually, um, when I posted that, she goes, "That that really happened." I was like, yeah, I don't know if I've ever, like, this was before me and you were together, but, you know, my, my experience, quickly, I'll, sh- I'll briefly share my experience. I uh, had always um, been avoiding planes, but uh, I essentially got a job that required me to travel. And um, when I needed to start traveling, I had to be conscious of the fact that, hey, I don't fit in one seat or I have a very tough time fitting in one seat. I oftentimes would spill over and I would dread someone sitting in the middle because I know the feeling that they're going to have. I know what they're, I know the eye contact I get when they walk down the aisle and uh, the, I'm just like, oh, please don't sit me next to him. It was always Southwest. So it was self-seating. It wasn't assigned seating. Um, but I, I knew early on that I had to do something. So I'd always go to the counter and say, hey, uh, are you able to give the, the seat next to me or, or a, um, a compensary seat? And I actually had that happen without me asking a couple times. And it's like they just knew based on my appearance. And this particular one, I had sat down early. And what's interesting is they actually boarded me with medical pre-board because of my weights. And man, what, what an image that is. What an absolute image and feeling that is that you're getting pre-boarded, okay, medical pre-board. They call it on the intercom and you walk up and everyone who's in line, everyone who's already like in that long Southwest line is looking, why is this guy boarding before me? I checked in early. I got on the app and checked in. Why is this guy? So it's just uncomfortable from the gate. Just everything about it. It's just uncomfortable. And so medical pre-board, essentially, I go to where I feel I would have the most room. I'm not going to sit in an exit row where it gives me more feet, uh, leg room because I don't want them to tell me that, sir, I don't think you'll be quick enough to get out of the seat, so we can't have you sit here. I usually sit in the front or the second to front row just so it's easy to get in and out. Well, I had uh, given this compensatory ticket, and what I did is I put it on the tray table um, but I, fl- I, like I mounted on the tray table with it up so it would flap over. So if somebody looked at the seat, they would see that this seat was taken. Well, I was so happened to be on a full flight and the flight was full. Everything was done. I had it hanging and I had, uh, ho- hosted, um, um, oh gosh, you're, you're saying it to me and you're yelling it to me. Like what, what it's, uh, what the, um, who goes up and down the aisle on an airplane? It's not a hostess. 
It's a flight attendant. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Welcome to Earth. Um, the flight attendants were going back and forth looking for seats. And they had this one young lady trying to get home, going back and forth, back and forth. And they kept hovering over my seat. And it's like the flight attendants knew. And they just didn't want her, the, the young lady to realize. And what happened is the flight attendant and the young lady met eye to eye and they looked at my seat and it was almost like they were forced to ask me, sir, is this seat taken? And I said, yes, I've got a ticket here. And it was almost like this tension of, we know you got that because you're big and it's a full flight and this lady can't get home. And, you know, looking back now, I should have got up and I should have gone on to another flight. Um, you know, I inconvenienced this, uh, young lady and, um, I look back and I, I feel bad, but I, I ended up curling in a shell on the airplane seats. Um, just so uncomfortable with how I, I, you know, people are looking at me, you know, people are giving me looks. I've already had to ask for a seatbelt extension and that's uncomfortable, but you know, folks are looking at this lady trying to get home and all of a sudden there's this guy uh, sitting in a seat and a half that is preventing this girl from getting home. And it just, huh. so I say all that to say, you know, why the grind, why the push? There's just this awakening mindset, awakening that I don't want to feel like that. And whatever uncomfortable situation that you find yourself in, do you really want to continue to feel that? Feel the weight and gravity of my story and think about your own story. And do you want to feel like there's so much of a focus in society. Like I, I posted that video of the airplane, but that vi that video came from a, a different video where there was almost making fun of this, this lady and she was making a joke of it. Uh, but the comments were just unreal. Uh, like we should legalize fat shaming so that these people feel bad and just unreal and people supporting it, likes on it, just absolutely wild, crazy insensitivity and ignorance on these comments. But, you know, on these ignorant and insensitive comments, you've got these folks that, that feel this um, angst and, and it. I kind of got sidetracked with that because it's so just like, really? Like, that's a whole separate video by itself. But, you know, that that feeling uh, of uncomfortability, wherever that uncomfortable feeling comes for you, it's not from, and this was the, the source of what I was saying, that it's not from a uh, society, society's look of, uh, being body positive and, uh, being, uh, okay at whatever size, like there's such a line that everyone wants to draw. Hey, so are you for body positive or are you against it? Like, um, do you want them to lose weight or do you not want them? Like there's such a, you've got to pick a side. It's like, well, hold on. Like you're thinking about this from a completely different angle. Like I am not going to stand here and say, oh, you, yeah. You are unhealthy. I'm looking at you. You're unhealthy. Oh, you're healthy. I'm not doing that. What I'm doing is, hey, I was 534 pounds and I was limited in so many things and I was uncomfortable. And what I work for now is to prevent, reduce, and manage that uncomfortability that I feel.
So it's, oh, you are unhealthy at 500. You can take the stand, you can say whatever you, but I'm not going to take an angle that misdirects the actual true intention of losing it and keeping it off. Losing it and keeping it off. Because it's like, oh, well, I'm unhealthy and um, that that's, you know, that's going to be my, uh, my source. You know, if that was the source, uh, a lot more folks would be successful in the journey of losing weight. I mean, let's be honest, but what makes somebody successful is a why, a, a, a concreted press down why that keeps you pushing. And for me, it's less about what society thinks of me and what their opinion is if I'm this or I'm that, but it's more or less the limitations and uncomfortability that I felt in so many different ways. I wanted to feel comfortable. I wanted to be able to do things that I never had been able to do before. I wanted to be able to play with my kids. Those are the things that drove me. Those are the things that drive me. And so that moment on the airplane, that, that just it gets underneath my skin. And when times get tough... I use that. I absolutely use that as fuel and motivation of, I can't go back there. I can't go back. I can't do that. I got to keep pushing. So whatever your uncomfortability is, whatever your moment of, I, I just can't go back to that. I can't experience that again. You've got to use that. And how do you concrete that in your mind? Maybe it's a video on Instagram, like I've done. Maybe it's a journal. Maybe it's an audio uh, recording that you save Whatever it is, whatever helps self-propel you, do it. Because we all have different self-propulsion. Some of us share on Instagram. Some of us don't. Some of us listen to podcasts. Some of us don't. We all have different ways of uh, propulsion on our journey. Find your propulsion that reminds you that you don't want to feel like you did before and let that push you for what's to come. Let that absolutely push you for what's to come. So hoping this encourages you on your journey. 10-minute episode because I'm already at my destination. So my friends, I hope you are encouraged, stay motivated, stay, um, stay in that strong mindset. And I will uh, talk to you on the next episode. Take care.